Hello and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today is Friday, March 26th. Our theme today is going to be the Sweet 16. Can you believe it? We've gone from 64 to 16 teams. So we're going to ask why or how did we get down to 16 teams. And everybody asked me, right down the drain. It's true. That's where we're at. Yes, a remarkable start on the road to the championship. Some big upsets, some first-time teams in the Sweet 16. Creighton, first time they've made it to the Sweet 16. They're going to go up against uh, Gonzaga, so they've got their work cut out for them. Um, What about the Pac-12? They've got a few big teams in there. USC, UCLA, I mean Oregon. But first, it's Paul on Talk Radio with the Sweet 16 episode. Okay, 16 teams being represented. Everybody else is down the drain. Some of these teams like Illinois, they're going, what happened? We were number one. We were supposed to carry on. Well, that's what you thought. And then you met Sister Marie. Sister, Sister Jean. Sister Marie Jean? No, I think it's just Sister Jean. Sister Jean put them in their place in the Loyola factor. You can't count out them because on paper, they don't look so good. But there's a mystique to the dance. It's got to be done with the subtle grace. And speaking of grace, they've got Sister Jean, who's doing more than grace. She's doing prayers, and God is listening. So that's an incredible sub-story there. Always fun to see that. Before we get into uh, looking at some of these games for the next couple of days, uh, let's kind of go over one or two things I want to mention. And the big news is the website. Now, I always ask, or I always start the show, have you been to the website lately? But um, things are actually starting to pick up on the website. The traffic reports I'm getting are much greater. Some of the things that I've done, I think that may be helping, is um, I've started the video, or I've started a video page. Actually, I did a while ago, but now I've, I've uh, got it up and going with uh, um, some clips from my predictions on the the March Madness. So, and these are some of the same um, clips that I've had on social media. So for those that know me, you may have seen them on my social media. Um, for everybody else, if you go to the uh, website, sportscomedyshow.net, the uh, video clip page, you can see some clips that I've got out there. That's been kind of, And they're just like a minute, you know, minute clips of uh, my predictions, but they're kind of cool. Also, the NCAA basketball page, that is the tournament. I've been putting a lot of good stuff, and I've been getting some good feedback about that. And then last but not least, we haven't forgot about the NBA. I just updated the NBA uh, yesterday or the day before because there's a a big story out there that I wanted to cover that um, most people just let go of. So you'll see that on there. So the point being is the website has been uh, picking up, 
And um, and hopefully, as you play this, you know, if you're able to go to the website, right now on the uh, NCAA page is all the stuff and, and some of the stories that I'm going to talk about, you can see right there on that page, which kind of helps illustrate when I'm talking on the air. Uh, I understand on podcast, you're just listening, so it's all audio. So in your mind, you have to create the image. And so if you do this with the website, it'll help and maybe bring these stories a little bit um, more to life and make them fuller and hopefully make them a little more enjoyable. Okay, let's get going. Now, as the song said, there are 16 candles and everything else went down the drain. Well, Fighting Illini, you're number one. They went up against Illinois, and uh, it didn't go so good. And this is where they went. They went. Right down the toilet. Fighting Illini out of the tournament. And that's the cool thing about this tournament. Let's do that one more time, just in case you can catch it. Yeah, that's where the fighting Illini went. Um, <laughs> that's why we love this tournament. It's it's round robin. You only get one chance to make it work. But let's look at who did make it work. And, and there's no rocket science here because they are so darn incredible. And it was the show I talked about last time or the team I talked about last time. And I got some good response on this one. Too. A lot of people said, no, I got that song stuck in my head. Because when Gonzaga plays, it's the Bulldogs. And everybody's asking that question once again. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Yes. Who let the Gonzaga Bulldogs out? Who let the dogs out? Because they're out. And they're for real. Yes, Gonzaga Bulldogs, first two games, made mincemeat of their opponents, wasted no time. Um, you know, in their last one, I believe, against Oklahoma, they actually, Oklahoma played a good game. Uh, they, they played their hearts out, but it was just too much, and Gonzaga is just too deep. Um, again, I've got, um, some of, I got some of the story on this out on the NCAA page. The, the big players there... Is, uh, is Timmy, and everybody loves this kid. They're calling him Tiny Tim, or we're calling him Handle Timmy because he's got these big mustaches with the handlebars on him. So he, he just threw up a huge game. Um, Corey Kisser had a big game, and they're big guards. They've got two big uh, starting guards back there that just don't stop. They've got four players that I believe will have a future in the NBA. And um, when you see them play, they play like they're a team that's on the NBA level. Uh, and they play run and gun, and they play for 40 straight minutes. And I don't think anybody stands a chance in hell otherwise. But nonetheless, it is round robin. So um, it, it, anything can happen. It can happen. Who are we kidding? Gonzaga's going to win this hands down. I've been saying it from day one. And for all those non-believers, I can't wait till it's over. I can say, I told you. But hey, if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'll say, okay, I was wrong. Now, they go up against Creighton. Creighton has never been in the Sweet 16. How cool is that? Your first time you made it. The bummer is you're going up against the Bulldog. And everybody's going to be asking once again. For 40 straight minutes, it happened. 
Who let those dogs out? what it's going to be. So Creighton's going to have to come up with a game plan of their life. Um, you can't outshoot them. You can't outrun them. Uh, I don't know what their game plan or what their answer is, um, but they're going to have to come up with one and come up with them quick because they're seated in the next round. Also, now, another story in the West. Um, as I mentioned, uh, Pac-12 basketball is uh, making its presence in and maybe it's the Pac-12 that has um, a highest level of play because you've got a few Pac-12 teams still in here. You got USC, you got UCLA, Oregon, Oregon State. I mean, that's pretty incredible. You got some big teams from Pac-12. So USC is going to be the other game in the West, and uh, they're going to go up against Oregon. But USC is making some noise, and if you think of USC, there's something about USC, the, the college itself, when it comes to marching, when it comes to March Madness, USC is king because they know how to march because their marching band is the best of all the marching bands out there, bar none. And when they march, they march to their own tune, or maybe even to the tune of Mick Fleetwood. And that's what's going on with USC, the, the basketball team. They are on a hell of a roll right now. So they've got a game. USC is going to be coming up against Oregon as we look at that. USC 22-7. and seven. They are 15-5 in conference play. Not bad. And they're 2-1 against teams in the top 25. So you, you got to kind of hand it to them. And um, their, their key has been the outside shooting. They've been running up the scoreboard. Um, so they're going to have to do it because if they're going to go up against Oregon, same type of offense, um, this is really going to be who's hitting or who's on on the, on the three-point game. So it's going to be fun to watch. A lot of people think just because the level in the Pac-12 is so strong that one of these teams can just march right on into the final four. Well, they may march to the round of eight, and they meet Gonzaga. But USC is marching, and they're marching to their own band. That is the USC marching band here in March Madness. That's right. They've got Fleetwood Mac and Tusk behind them as they march forward. That's going to be a fun one to keep an eye on. Uh, we'll have to see what happens there. Now, let's go to the Beast in the East. They're, uh, things are going a little bit differently in the East now that we've marched in the West. Let's march in the East and see what we got going in the East because that's a different, whole different banana down there. Remember, this is March Madness time, so it's time for a little, a little music that's going to keep us marching in the East. Michigan against Florida State. They made it. And then there's UCLA basketball versus Alabama. How can we break this down? Michigan, everybody thought Michigan was done because uh, Lister, their big star, was out. Interesting footnote. Um, Michigan has been able to carry on without him, without their top gun. Um, they got past St. Mary's, no problem. Then they took down LSU. 
So Michigan is now going to go up against Florida State. And uh, Florida State took down the Bulldogs of uh, Georgetown. So it's just good. I'm sorry, no, they took Colorado down. Um, look for Florida State to be strong here. Um, but Michigan is your number one seed. Can they carry on without their top gun? They've got a lot of uh, a lot of guards, and they love to do the shooting game. Again, it's it's the league for the most part has become a three point league. Um, NCAA kind of mimics the pros. Um, the problem with NCAA, there's no inside game, so they re they resort to that outside game. Um, so it's usually hit or miss. The other two big teams are UCLA and Alabama. They're going to be in the East. UCLA, they're making some big noise. They tore apart Abilene Christian. Uh, Abilene Christian didn't stand a chance on that one. And then what about um, uh, Alabama? Uh, Alabama made mincemeat of Maryland. So <clears throat> Alabama and UCLA is going to be a good one. Let's look at some of their stats on that one and uh, see what we have to offer. As it turns out, UCLA, now see their record's not all that hot at 18-9. 13-6 in conference play. Alabama was 16-2 in conference play. Much better. Um, Alabama, though, was only 1-3 against teams in the top 25. At least they were playing teams in the top 25. UCLA was just 1-1. One one. Uh, I think their season got whacked due to COVID, like uh, many other teams here on the West Coast. Um, but still, UCLA, a lot of people like uh, uh, UCLA. they got a couple good... Guys, he got a good Mexican name. His name is Senor Jaime. He's been um, uh, one of the power forwards who shoots, and uh, he's got a pretty good shot percentage. So UCLA is going to be up there. Also, Tiger, you got to keep an eye on this guy's haircut. They call him the Young Tiger. Uh, for UCLA, he's got the funniest haircut. Well, I think the problem with him is he's never had a haircut. So he's got dreadlocks and curls and... It looks like a mop, quite frankly. You can turn him over and mop the court with him. But uh, keep an eye on Tiger. He's going to be fun to watch. Um, he's been uh, their, their big star as well. So UCLA basketball, exciting to watch there. So now let's go over to the other side, which will be the South in the Midwest. Um, for we've got eight big teams over there. And let's see how that march is going in the South. Well, in the South... The big four names that have made it was your number one, Baylor. Uh, I put some stuff on the website about Baylor. They've got an interesting aspect, which I wasn't even aware of until uh, I started doing the research. Baylor is the only team that has four guards on the starting lineup. They don't play a center, or two power forwards, and two guards. These guys are, are run and gun, pop and hop. And they got four guards on the team. Baylor is making their claim. They took down Hartford in the first game, and then uh, they went up against Wisconsin, took down the Mighty Badgers. So keep an eye on Baylor. That's going to be exciting. And then they're teamed up against Villanova. Villanova, is they had a couple tough ones. They took down Winthrop. Might not have been a big deal. But North Texas was a big deal. So Villanova is going to be matched up against Baylor in your next round in the South. Also, uh, a little bit of an upset here. Arkansas, the number three, they weren't to be upset. They, they beat Colgate, and they almost got upset by Texas Tech, but held on. Arkansas will be in your next round. Here's your upsetter. 
was Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts shocked Ohio State in round one and then shocked Florida in round two. So we got Oral Roberts in Arkansas and then Baylor and Villanova. That's some powerhouse stuff coming out of the South. Um, very excited to see what's going on in the South basketball. And let's take a look at the last bracket, which is your Midwest. The biggest surprise was your Loyola of uh, Chicago, Sister Jean. Her prayers are coming through. God is listening. Um, they took down Georgia Tech in the first game, and then they shocked Illinois. They, Illinois is the first number one to go right down the toilet. They lose their candle in the 16-candle race. So Loyola Chicago now is going to go up against Oregon State. Um, again, we're talking Pac-12 basketball. Oregon State takes down Tennessee. And then also, then they took down Oklahoma State. And they, they beat them pretty good. So it, it wasn't, Oregon State has been on a definite roll. Um, so God is going to have to be listening to Sister, Sister Jean once more. Although, I'll be honest, um, I, I like uh, Loyola, I, I like Chicago. I, I think the magic keeps going with them. So I look for them to keep uh, marching. Your last one in the, in the last part of that Midwest bracket is Houston. We have a problem. And Houston easily got by Cleveland State in the first round. But there is a problem because they almost lost to Rutgers. And up until now, Houston has been dominating everybody. But they finally came up against a decent team in Rutgers. And Rutgers was winning that game most of the way. Houston finally came around in the end. Um, they just won by a couple points. So Houston's not as perfect as everybody thinks. And they're going to be going up against a tough Syracuse team. Because Syracuse took down San Diego State. And they kind of shocked West Virginia. They took down the number three seed, West Virginia. So Syracuse and Houston is going to be um, a... a a good one. I'm going to be keeping an eye on that because the question is, can Houston bounce back? Yes, they beat Rutgers, and maybe the good story is, there is that they won a close game because everything up until now has been a blowout for them. But the real story is they're playing better teams, and um, we I just don't know if they can stay on that level with those better teams. Um, let, let's see what Houston has to offer. In that last win, um, Houston against Rutgers, it was the big boys. It was Quentin Grimes uh, with 22 points and DeJon Giroux. Um, after that, the team kind of falls apart. They, they don't really have any other scores in the top 10. So it, it's, it's a two-man team. And this is what happens when you don't have a full balance attack. Once one of your big boys go down or aren't hitting, um, that happens. Um, you know, uh, Marcus Sazer, the other starting guard, he, he only had four points. Um, there's the center, uh, Reggie Chaney, no points, or, or the forward. So it's, it, and then Justin Gorman only had four points. So when your forwards are only giving you four points of production, you are relying on your guards. And again, this is what I'm saying. Every it's, it's a different game now. They they can't drive. Um, they they can't drive, so they rely on that three point shot. And and in college, it's very different because they can't hit them near as much as they can in the pros. So Houston's going to have a little bit of a tough run here against Syracuse. 
Um, I had Houston in my original bracket, so I'm going to go with Houston still, even though these don't look good. Let's see how they can pair up against a good team because Syracuse did take down San Diego State and West Virginia. This is going to be a tough matchup for Houston, but I'm going to stick with them. So in those divisions, I got Loyola Chicago going, um, shocking Oregon State, and Oregon State's probably a better team. I'm just simply riding the Sister Jean train. Um, I'm going to have to join those group prayers, and, uh, and let's see if God can, can hear them. Let's see if God can listen to my prayers on my brackets here and see if I can uh, make a run here on these uh, Sweet 16 brackets. On the other side, or straight above in the south, as I said, I'm sticking with Baylor. I like Baylor against uh, Villanova. They are the one seed. I think they're going to keep moving. And the team that's made the upset there has been Oral Roberts, but they go up against a tough Arkansas, who's a three seed. And, uh, you know, they took down Texas Tech and Colgate pretty good. I'm still going Oral Roberts because I just like the, the um, upset factor. So we're going to go with Oral Roberts. On the other side, Gonzaga against Creighton. Creighton had a good run. You got to the Sweet 16. Be happy. Leave it at that because you don't stand a chance in hell. Maybe the best game, USC-Oregon. As I said, um, the marching band. I'm going with USC I'm with them. Michigan. They're still rolling against. They go up against Florida State. I'm going Michigan. And then in the last one, UCLA and Alabama. Alabama's going to be tough, and this is going to be a big, big opportunity or a big, um, uh, this is going to be a big test for UCLA. And as much as I like UCLA, I just think Alabama's going to be the better team, so I'm going to go with Alabama. Those are my picks for the, the Sweet 16. Um, and I'm going to put these out on the website so you can see who I've got on the website. So a lot of excitement coming up. Now, keep in, game, uh, keep in mind they threw the days off again. Instead of Thursday, Friday, then Saturday, Sunday, they're starting on Saturday, which is tomorrow. So you're going to have um, the round of 16 on Saturday, Sunday, and then uh, the round of 8 on Monday, Tuesday. So keep an eye on that. Well, I'm planning on coming back out here on Monday morning and doing another round. Once they get down to 8, we'll... Well, I'll make predictions on those and kind of talk about what we've got going. But uh, that's your Sweet 16. Um, this is Paul from the Sports Comedy Show. If, uh, if you like it, let, let a friend know and check out that website because they got a lot of good stuff out there on this. And uh, let, let's see what happens in this round of 16. Thanks a lot and have a good day.